0: welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today for what is now episode 15 of our Road to 2021 mini-series, and as always, you're joined by your hosts, Tiara and Jack. Now, before we get into today's episode, just want to remind you that if you do enjoy these podcasts, please feel free to tell your family and friends about them, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag Jack, tag myself, tag the Bodybuilding Dietitians, And if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always head over to our website at www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com, which you can also find in the show notes below or any of our Instagram bios. But without further ado, episode 15, Jack, kick it off.
1: Yeah, so it's been a fun-fueled week for Mm -hmm. us both and especially quite a few changes for me. And as many of you know, I'll, I've been been—I've actually started my mini card. I was meant to start it tomorrow on Monday, mm-hmm. but I decided to start it on Saturday, which was yesterday.
0: Freaking jump the gun, man, and you're already <laughs> shredded two days in.
1: <laughs> and I just, yeah, I didn't see why not to do that. Basically, I just mm-hmm. wanted to wait till after my leg session, just so I had a lot of fuel for that. And also partly because I was getting a Dexter on Saturday and wanted to wait till I got that and... I had to delay my breakfast anyway, and Mm -hmm. that was kind of the tipping point where, yeah, I'm not going to be able to have two (laughs) meals together. That's going to be really tough.
0: Yeah, well, you made a good call, you know, and two days, you know, it it won't make a difference in the grand scheme of things, so it's good that you started when you felt like the time was right.
1: Yeah, so I guess I'll touch on the DEXA results today and a little bit about the mini cart, although I did discuss that a lot last week, but... Yeah. Overall, the DEXA was an experience. It was my first one. I did it early in the morning following the DEXA protocol. So completely fasted. Last thing I ate was the night before. And I mean, we've talked about body composition measurements before. And the issue with the DEXA is that it can be influenced by a lot of variables, like how much glycogen you have, how much water you have, all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I ate Probably close, very close to 5,000 calories the day before. Most of that being carbohydrates. I did a big leg session, so I was very inflamed in the lower body. So holding water, like that all contributes to my total lean mass. Mm -hmm. It doesn't count towards fat.
0: Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know, pretty much anything that contains water in the body, right, on a Dexer scan is going to show up as lean mass. So that's one way to hack a Dexer scan. You know, if you want to gain an extra five kilograms of lean mass, just drink like five liters of saline water before you hop on that machine and well, man, you've made some Why serious gains water? because it's, it's got salt in it. So I help you retain it more unless uh, like you're just going to like gain a bunch of lean mass in your core because your bladder is going to be bursting. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that's one way to hack the system and get some very quick gains, but then lose them very quickly too.
1: <laughs> yeah. So obviously that wasn't my priority there.
0: No, we controlled the variables.
1: <laughs> and yeah, overall I, it was as I said it was an experience I don't think I will be getting it again as I planned because I don't think it's accurate enough I would rather just take skin folds so at least it's a learning experience and now I can give this to all of our clients as well in terms of whether it might or might not be useful Mm. for them
0: so you don't think that you'll get one at the start of prep and then at the very end of prep
1: no purely because I can I can predict that and we've talked to someone about this who's Mm -hmm. had experience with it and because my carbohydrate intake will be lower even despite carving up it's not going to be the same Mm -hmm. and so i'll in the next one even though i will have dropped a lot of body weight i might even turn out less lean yeah and that'll just be a big psychological Mm -hmm. blow
0: and it's interesting the way that you're talking about this you know because you haven't actually really discussed your actual results and people might presume that oh man he showed up at like 25% body fat or something that's why he's trying to justify all these things but as a matter of fact, it was kind of the opposite, wasn't it, Jack? It wasn't. It surely wasn't twenty-five percent body fat. What was it in the end?
1: So it was eleven point one, and yeah. As soon as I saw that, I kind of like dismissed most of it.
0: Eleven point one percent body fat, apparently, at ninety-four kilograms. That <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty crazy, Jack.
1: <laughs> yeah. So obviously, that's not correct. Like my body fat range is probably within fifteen to twenty percent, mm-hmm. and I don't really care that much about body fat either. Mm -hmm. Like I care how much fat I have, but I don't care about that specific number. Uh, So yeah, the main reason I got the DEXA was to view like the imbalances and the total mass in each limb and the body fat to muscle ratio. Mm -hmm. And I mean, DEXA calculates your bone mineral density as well. It's not a diagnostic tool, but it can give you some information about it. And what I mean by that is you can, you can't diagnose something like osteoporosis, like a bone condition from a DEXA scan, but it can tell you, it's a gold standard way of measuring bone mineral density. Mm-hmm. And yeah, obviously, my bone health is very good. I've been resistance training for a long time and eating a lot of dairy for a long time. Yeah, so
0: get amongst the shibanis <laughs> and the weights. <laughs>
1: and that's a good formula for increasing your BMD.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And otherwise everything else was, was reassuring. Like my limbs, like left to right for arms and legs were very similar. Like my, I think my legs were only about 40 grams different, which is nothing. And my right arm was again, very slightly heavier because, and that that was reassuring to me because I had that tricep tendinopathy where Mm -hmm. I definitely did lose some tricep mass and now my right arm is, is bigger. So Mm -hmm. that's reassuring that it's all come back and that's that's pretty much it really like my bmi is almost 30 that's something else <laughs> yeah but. that's
0: absolutely crazy so jack's bmi is 29 which is nuts and bmi certainly is not the best indicator of someone's health you know mm. it's just a single tool it applies to some people but like you it's gotta, more of
1: a population measure
0: yeah definitely but certainly not a uh, an appropriate measurement for someone in your circumstance but yeah pretty much with bmi measurements they say that for someone within a healthy weight range, right? You need to be between supposedly 18.5 to 24.9. If you're between 25 and 30, you're overweight. And then if you're 30 plus, you go into different classes of obesity, but Jack is at 29. So apparently according to BMI, you are overweight and right on the brink of obese. <laughs> but like i don't think so man which is crazy and we calc like for anyone who wants to know how to calculate their bmi pretty much it's your weight divided by your height squared and uh i we calculated if i was to even be at a bmi of 25 i would need to be 76 kilograms (laughs) right and me at a bmi of 29 i'd probably have to be well over 80 i'd imagine uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool that you are in that unique position where you really can say, no, I'm not overweight. I actually just have a freaky amount of muscle on me. And anyone who has ever gotten a Dexter scan before, they give you like this black and white picture. Um, like, oh, what would you call it? Like a scan of your body. And <laughs> Jack showed me his results in the photos. And I just <laughs> just couldn't stop laughing it was so funny because like you can see the skeleton right but then you see like all this like body mass surrounding the skeleton i even posted a picture on my instagram story like saying jack is pushing this frame to the limits because it's so there's like this little skeleton and then just all this like muscle mass just like squashed all over it so it's a it's a hilarious photo i couldn't stop laughing in, in a nice way Oh man. But yeah, great, great results. But yeah, that's interesting that you don't want to get one again at the start. Do you think, yeah, it might be worth it, right? It's only 50 bucks because we're dietitians, which is great. Um, and if you have private healthcare insurance, like sometimes you can get them for free, which is really good, but who knows? We, you might get one and then it might be cool to, if you're still carved up at the um, very beginning of your comp prep, to get it again as long as variables are the same just to compare not the body fat percentage obviously but like your the total lean mass in each one of your limbs i think that'd be pretty neat
1: yeah well potentially you could get one twice as well
0: yeah well i'm definitely gonna get i i want to get one like i the more data the better you know and i can just assess whether or not i should take it with a grain of salt or not but yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty cool to measure as as long as you control for everything. But I definitely want to get one pre and post comp. I think that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, but I think enough of the DEXA scan. Like, it's uh it's useful to have that information now. Mm. And I still am just a bit confused as to why it ranked my body fat so low. But my, maybe I will get one again just to retest that because I had a few people message me a bit confused about that as well. People yeah. with a background in Nutrition and yeah. exercise. So
0: yeah, well, maybe the machine wasn't calibrated. <laughs> but what about skin folds? You know, you know, you have a you have a very highly qualified anthropometrist over here taking your skin folds. So what about those results?
1: <laughs> so since last time we took them, it's been just over a month, and I think I weigh about 400 grams heavier now. So not much difference, and they were actually exactly the same not in each body part but overall they were the same Mm -hmm. which is interesting that's never happened before i think my midsection went up slightly and everything else went down slightly Mm -hmm. so that that was it
0: yeah so it evened out across that sum of seven but even then those are still phenomenal results
1: thank you yeah i'm Mm -hmm. happy with it
0: yeah you should be uh but yeah you know give a rundown so now you're mini cutting right so you started off yesterday what was your body weight yesterday what was your body weight this morning what's the plan for this next coming week
1: So I dropped on average my food by about 1,000 calories. Mm -hmm. And so I was averaging about probably 650 carb and 80 fat, 275 protein. And sometimes I got up to 750 carb on the leg days, sometimes 600 carb on rest days and stuff like that. But I decided to take the average. So now I'm on 450 carb, 70 fat and 250 protein. So probably just over 1,000 calories on average. And yeah, so far, I mean, it's kind of silly talking about this like one day later, but (laughs) uh, yeah, no changes in hunger, of course. And yeah, I'm just welcoming the lower food volume. I haven't even made any changes to my food selections. I've literally just cut out, like for breakfast, I've just cut out one of the cereals. For lunch, I've just cut out the bread. For dinner, I've cut out the pasta in it. So it's very easy to make that work. And as I get hungry, I'll just keep playing around with food choices, Mm -hmm. but I'm definitely not going to do it if I don't need to.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, so what was your body weight yesterday morning? And then how much did you drop after that first day this morning?
1: So I weighed 94.3 and this morning I weighed 93.6.
0: Nice. All right. So what? that's a good 700 grams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, which is expected, right? If you drop that many grams of carbs. And it's all fat. To be honest, yes, we, <laughs> you wish, brah. <laughs> but no, I thought it was going to be a much larger drop, to be honest, because considering that you dropped 300 grams of carbs from the day prior, and if we think about how one gram of carbohydrates stores between three to four mils of water, that's what between 900 grams to 1.2 kilograms worth of weight. I, I was surprised that you didn't even drop lower. Not saying you didn't. <laughs> We're one day in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think Tiara is overanalyzing it a bit. But I mean, it's just useful data to have to see what it's happened in two weeks. Because mm-hmm. as I've said previously, I haven't dieted for a long time. So maybe I have a very adaptive metabolism while dieting mm-hmm. and it's changed slightly. I hope not. I hope it's not adaptive. But who knows? Because we know that I, my metabolism is very adaptive in a surplus, but... As, as some of you might know, it can go either way. So mm-hmm. you, it, just because you're adaptive in a surplus doesn't mean you'll be adaptive in a deficit or non-adaptive. So yeah. being adaptive in a deficit just means that you adapt to the lower energy intake more quickly. So you need, might need to make changes more frequently. Whereas being non-adaptive means you can make a, make a drop and then ride out that drop for a long time.
0: Yeah. Which can suck sometimes because sometimes you can eat 400 grams of carbs in your improvement season and then In prep, you get down to 150 and you're like, why? Well, that would be the
1: opposite of both ends.
0: (laughs) I know, but that's what happened to me. And I was just like, why? (laughs) But so moving forward for this next week, obviously training's the same. You're moving into your fifth week of your new meso cycle, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Fourth or fifth. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Awesome. And then so with food, because you went grocery shopping this morning, like, did you basically buy the same foods, but just omit some things?
1: Yeah, I, I basically just bought the same things, minus mm. like some of the other carbohydrate sources I would have, which were a bit more processed that I would cut out anyway, like mm. due to health, like ice cream. Yeah. Not that again. I don't need to disclaim that. But <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, but let's just say that cutting out some ice cream is going to help you remove some of that 300 grams of carbs. Yes. Yeah, it's an easy. It's an easy way.
1: <laughs> and otherwise, that's pretty much it. My training was really good this week. Uh, especially lower body I'm making some really good improvements with that uh, like beyond anywhere I've been before same with upper body which is nice as well and yeah with, with training will just be interesting to see how that keeps up like uh, again it's only day two so we'll we'll know more information next week when we record an episode but also trained with Lawrence on Friday and mm-hmm and that was a really good leg session it was good to i always train solo so it's it's nice and i don't i don't i prefer to train solo to be honest and but it was nice to have a change and train with someone else who's like-minded and who push you and who is a very similar strength to me as well so that was good and other than that we we went to a posing workshop today which first one i've been to in two years which is pretty crazy to think yeah. and that was that was excellent as well
0: mm-hmm. yeah so you've you had callum there he's looking really good man so he's doing men's fitness his clients he's he's looking great and you've taught him how to pose really well so kudos to both of you yeah. thank you
1: yeah he's uh he's really aced it he's just he's just one of those guys you tell him what to do puts his head down ask questions if he needs to and just he's got that perfect mentality yeah. and it's really paid off. Like literally his, he looks like a different person from uh, improvement season to now. Like his, it's just, he's stripped off all the fat and he's left all the muscle and mm-hmm. like his strength is still going up. Like we're 12 weeks out now, his strength is still going up in a lot of his lifts and strength especially like pushing movements is always the hardest to retain. Like that's started to plateau a little bit, but Um, yeah he might even be stronger at the end than when he started which would Mm -hmm. be amazing
0: that is incredible yeah well good job both of you and I'm, I'm excited yeah 12 weeks away it seems like it's still so long but I know it will certainly fly that means we're about 12 weeks away or so from starting prep which is nuts but uh yeah I'm excited for that show and yeah it's nice to be back at the posing workshops again they're always a lot of fun it's just so nice to be part of a community you know when you love this so much and just spending time with other people who are like-minded and they live and breathe the same lifestyle as you it's it's wonderful and the ICN community is really really wonderful for that yeah so sounds like you've had a good week
1: (laughs) very good but what about you
0: yeah, my weeks, you know, it's been great as well. So pretty much same as you, you know, it's, it's been a really good week of, you know, work and clientele, fantastic week of training. Strength is still on the rise, uh, this past week. So if you guys remember from last week, what I said, I wanted to improve was that, I wanted to improve something nutritionally and I wanted to slightly cut back on my protein intake because I was just like, I was closing in anywhere between like 180 to 200 grams of protein per day, most days. Cause I'm just like, oh, instead of cream of wheat I'd rather have a protein cake. So I'll put like an extra 15 to 20 grams in my protein cake or like at night, you know, I'm for my carbohydrate source. Like I might just want a can of beans, which is like an extra 10 grams of protein or something. so. Yeah, I was uh, not going off the rails, but I was just eating pro- more protein than I obviously require. Uh, so my goal is to cut back on that a little bit. But interestingly, so I cut back on my protein. I probably averaged around like 160 to 170 grams um, this week per day. Kept fats and carbs the exact same. But that cut off like a good, you know, well over 100 calories or so on average, probably closer to 150 calories. But my freaking body weight just keeps going up, man. Like that's the reason why I cut back in the first place because I'm like, man, I'm still in a freaking surplus. My body weight just keeps going up. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can try to like maintain it if I cut back on these extra calories I'm consuming from protein, but not my body weight just continued to rise. So this morning I actually weighed in at 66.2. Too, which is kind of nuts, but I don't know. I just don't. I'm in a position where I'm. I still love how I look, and I love how I feel. I love how I'm performing. Like strength is just through the freaking roof.
1: You would love what you look like at any size. uh
0: uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's a line, you know. But I I definitely know. You know, I could push it a bit further. But I'm just saying, like, if things are going so well, like. I don't know if I should fight this, but I just find it interesting nonetheless, especially that I can drop my calories by 150, keep training super hard. I'm still expending a lot of energy, but body weight just keeps, you know, inching upwards. So yeah, in, weighing and heavy, closer to 66 now, despite Eating a little bit less, even so, I'm like, well, should I just put back in my protein and have my protein cakes again? Like, <laughs> but anyway, the, it's actually not too bad because we it's looking
1: good though. Like, there's not much you. fat gain, or thank if you. any, like there's no not many visible changes to me.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Jack's compliments to me lately have just been like, "You feel dense. <laughs> you look really dense." I'm like. Thank you. <laughs> we have a unique relationship, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we took skin folds this morning and last time we took skin folds, I was around 64 kilograms, but we took them again this morning. I mean, it's 66.2. So, and with, last time we took them was on the 24th of June. So just over a month ago, but gained uh,
1: four times as much as me in a month.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I sure flipping did. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, man. Like my skin folds across seven sites, they only went up by five mils, which is a tiny amount across all seven sites. So they went up by like, like less than half a mil across each one. I think even my super spinale actually went down by one mil, which is good. So that's one of the skin folds that you take on your abdomen. But yeah uh only five mils with 2.2 kilograms gained like i'm i'm gonna take that that's not too flip and bad but at the same time like man my body it just like it just wants to gain weight but at the same time i i know that i am putting on more lean mass that sounds have- a bit
1: bro, bro science today. <laughs>
0: But really, it's just... Uh, it, Maybe
1: it, you're just in an energy surplus.
0: I, well, I'm obviously in an energy surplus. I've, I've been in an energy surplus for months now. Actually, what's crazy, guys, is that I competed over five months ago, right? So I've been in my improvement season now for almost five months, like two more weeks, and it would have been five months since the gyms closed down for COVID here in Queensland, Australia. So five months, it's gone by freaking fast. And we've been back in the gym now for almost two months. So Crazy. it just, it freaking flies. It really flies, but I am having the time of my life. You know, I finished up this last week of uh, full body training again. So that was the fourth week of my new mesocycle. And again, everything's just going up by the, like literally by the day. So yeah. I can't complain. I'm just—I'm go- not gonna fight it. If my body's like Tiara, I want you to get stronger. I want you to put on some weight. I want you to feel good and live your freaking life. I'm like, okay, I can do that as long as I can eat my protein cakes. <laughs> so it's not too bad. But yeah, that's—that's uh, that's me from a body comp standpoint this week. But yeah, I—I I like it right now. But I just don't know where to stop. That's the thing. That's why it's good to take skin folds. It's good to take progress photos. It's good to go off how I feel and off my training performance. Like. Obviously, if my skin folds were going up by, like, yonkers, right? If my training was starting to regress or, like, I was just starting to plateau even and I wasn't feeling very good and every time I looked at myself, I'm like, man, I'm just looking fluffy and stuff, like, obviously, I'd put myself into a deficit and cut back a little bit, but, like, given that, I don't know, if the scale wasn't a factor, I'm just... I'm almost going to treat it as if the scale's not a factor because every single other variable is so freaking phenomenal. And I love it. So yeah, I don't really want to cut back to be totally honest. <laughs> we'll see. That's why we check in every Sierra's single week. A I am. I am. I'm a carby. But yeah, that's pretty much me from a body comp standpoint. But other than that, this week's just been, yeah, it's been really good. So we actually went to the pool on, uh, on Wednesday and. Believe it or not, we actually had a race. (laughs) We actually had two races because...
1: (laughs) I'm surprised you're bringing this up.
0: Because I got beat in the first race, but in my defense... So Jack and I both jumped in the 25 meter pool and we did 25 meters of freestyle. I thought I'd have Jack in the bag, you know, like... but. I don't know. I One, my justification why Jack beat me was because I have a lot of hair, right? And my hair was just in a ponytail. And I feel like that's cause and resistance. But I have, I have body dry. hair.
1: You don't have body hair.
0: You don't have the same amount of body <laughs> hair that I have hair on my head. Like my hair goes well past my butt. So I've got a lot of hair and this thing was just it was drag resistance man so jack beat me in that first race and i By
1: quite a lot as i well. couldn't
0: handle it i was like no i'm putting on a cap <laughs> so i put on my cap and we did another race, so we tied so yeah that that was the um that was our pool adventures so but jack is actually a really good swimmer would you believe not it or really not really
1: good really good is like the olympics <laughs>
0: Jack is a good swimmer you surprise me considering we never actually well we swim at the beach and stuff but we've never done a race before and I go swimming a lot more often than you but
1: well you used to be a national swimmer as well
0: I did when I was about 9 years old but (laughs) but yeah but I guess it makes sense you've got like 30 kilograms of lean mass on me so that's gonna no
1: it's it's all the body fat because the body Mm. fat floats
0: (laughs) you're only 11% (laughs) body fat there's not much to float okay
1: But isn't that why swimmers are a bit chunkier than than like track athletes? Because the the body fat is fat is less dense than muscle, Mm. so then it helps with the buoyancy. Uh, That's what I thought.
0: Not necessarily. There's some pretty slim swimmers out there.
1: You never really—I don't want to say too much, but I I, at the when they're all lining up, you never see anyone with like ripped abs or anything.
0: Yeah, but it's not. I don't think it's so much about the body fat for buoyancy. I think that one, they just need more muscle on them because they need a lot more power to move through the water. Like if you're looking at like an endurance athlete, they like pe- runners actually have their race weight. Like they want to be light on their feet. So that's mm. why a lot of them are quite slim. Yeah. Because they just don't have to yeah carry as much, but like you, like you freaking beat me in that race because you've got a lot more muscle on me to push through the water and i'm like wait catch up wait my me and my hair we're falling behind <laughs> but yeah that was really fun at the pool but other than that yeah the icy posing workshop that was great too um yeah seeing lawrence he's looking phenomenal you know mm, he's looking good. really good and lawrence he's just that perfect example of you know he just he freaking loves this you know he really you can tell that he's doing this because he purely loves it he's not trophy hunting you know he's not trying to do it for a status or Whatever, right? He just purely loves bodybuilding, and he's just having—he's just having a great prep because he put in so much work in his off season, right? And uh, yeah, he's just—he's having a good time. Still on 400 grams of carbs, which is great yeah. every day. So, kudos goals. to him. literally goals. <laughs> no, but yeah, Lawrence is doing really awesome. It should be really exciting to see him on stage um, in 12 weeks' time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much from me that's pretty much from you should just be another cracker of a week ahead
1: sweet as yeah thanks for listening guys and as per usual finish up with something that we want to improve on this coming week so Mm -hmm. tiara what do you want to improve on
0: So I guess this week I could say that I want to improve my knowledge when it comes to mixed martial arts and the dietetic side of things. So this week we're actually going to be interviewing Jordan Sullivan on the podcast and he's called The Fight Dietitian. interesting he actually went to our university as well and uh, he graduated a few years before from the same masters of dietetics class and similar to us how we decided to niche in bodybuilding he decided to niche in mixed martial arts you know and uh, boxing right as a dietitian so that's pretty cool so we'll actually be interviewing him this week on the podcast and i just want to learn you know about basically his approach to how he would get a fighter in shape, because I think, you know, a lot of fighters and a lot of mixed martial artists, when they have to make a weight in order to compete, right? They're kind of notorious, or at least it's been heard that, you know, people commence these really drastic weight cuts, which really can compromise their performance. So I'd really like to hear his stance on how he perhaps get fighters into their weight class and they achieve that, but without compromising performance, without potentially doing anything drastic, taking a more sustainable approach. So yeah, I'm just keen to learn. That should be good.
1: Yeah, it should be great to have him on. I I myself, as you know, know nothing about fighting Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it'll be really interesting to learn more about it and brush up on some things before we interview him.
0: Yeah, it should be awesome. All right, but Jack, what do you want to improve this week?
1: So I just want to make sure that this is a good week for my mini cut and I haven't been in a deficit for a long time. So just handling that well, mm-hmm. as I think my body will, without me needing to do anything special <laughs> and just ensuring that I hit macros well, that I time my nutrition prior to training well, adjust anything if required. And more. most importantly for me, uh, rather than the nutrition side, is just more, ensuring that training is still on point as well, which... I guess I can't really do that much about. It's kind of just about seeing what happens, like mm-hmm. ensuring that I put in the effort, obviously, and timing nutrition appro- appropriately and seeing how my body responds in- to the deficit, really. But at the moment, I feel fine. Yeah. I don't feel any different.
0: Good, I'm glad. Well, let's. I, I have a lot of faith that you're going to have a fantastic week ahead. And if anything, just feel even better. So mm. should be good. But as always, guys, we'll check in again next week and keep you updated with all the deets, But uh, thank you so much for tuning in again to what was episode 15 of this mini-series. If you enjoyed it, you know, please take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories, tag Jack, tag myself, tag the Bodybuilding Dietitians, and we'll catch you next week.
1: See you guys.